Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. New thinking, new possibilities. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. Tis the season for financial earnings and today it's Tesla's turn. The company sold just under 6,500 Model S's for the first quarter, up 32% from a year ago. But despite the big jump in sales, the company's revenues only went up 10% to $620 million. Last year, Tesla had a big wad of EV credits to sell. This year, it did not have any as those credits are slowly being phased out. Yet it did earn about $15 million from Toyota related to its efforts with Toyota's electric RAV4. Tesla posted a net loss of nearly $50 million. But that could improve in the second quarter as the company starts to earn income from selling its EV system to Mercedes-Benz for its B-Class electric. OMG, he's back! General Motors turned to a familiar face to help it recover from its ignition switch fiasco. The company just hired, or I should say rehired, its former public relations chief, Steve Harris. He originally retired from the company in 2003, was brought back in 2006, and retired again in 2009, and now he's joining GM for a third go-around. In addition to his time at GM, Harris also worked at American Motors and Chrysler and was most recently doing consulting work with Volkswagen and Ford. And in my opinion, Steve Harris is one of the best PR gurus of all time. Speaking of General Motors, it's giving its customers easier access to the internet. And I don't mean sitting in your local dealership. This spring, the company has started integrating 4G LTE into some 30 models to start with more cars and trucks and SUVs to follow. It works through an upgraded version of its OnStar system running on the AT&T network. So just like at your home or office, once you initiate the hotspot, the car becomes a hub that allows you to connect a smartphone, tablet, or laptop for everything from entertainment to even emergencies. So we see a lot of different uses for it based on the customer. So someone who owns a pickup truck and works in construction, uh, it'll work up to about 50 feet around the vehicle so you can have it at a job site and pull up a, a laptop on the tailgate and send an invoice from there. Uh, families obviously have a lot of use for it just in terms of entertainment. Uh, I was talking to a guy in Texas the other day who said, you know, I think this is a really good opportunity for hurricane preparedness. If the, the electricity goes down in the whole city, you can walk out to your, your OnStar equipped GM vehicle and and turn on your 4G hotspot and be the only internet connected person on the block. Even though 4G LTE will come standard in every GM vehicle like OnStar, it's not free. And right now it only works with your personal devices and is not hooked into any of the vehicle's entertainment systems. But fear not, GM says it is working on that connection as well. Last year, GM announced that it's introducing a version of the Impala that can run on both gasoline and compressed natural gas, CNG. And now we know how much it's going to cost. The bi-fuel Impala will have a starting price just over $38,000 when it hits dealerships later this year. 
The company says EPA ratings are still being finalized, but estimates it'll have a total range of 500 miles and expects about 150 city miles of range when it's running on CNG. The Bifuel Impala will use CNG as its primary fuel source and then can automatically switch to gasoline once the CNG runs dry. Or if drivers want, they can push a button to switch between the two fuels. The Bifuel Impala is about a $10,000 premium over the standard base Impala. Mary Barra is obviously the first woman CEO for a major automaker, but now PSA has announced that 55-year-old Linda Jackson will take over as chief of the Citroen brand in June. Jackson is currently the managing director of the brand in the UK and Ireland and has over 35 years of experience in the automotive industry. With Barra and now Jackson being named CEOs, maybe this is a sign of things to come. Speaking of PSA, it just announced plans for the Chinese market. The automaker, along with its joint venture partner Dongfang, plan to introduce 14 new vehicles to the market, with six of them being all new. It also plans to introduce the DS brand there as well. And this will all happen between now and 2018. Hey, coming up next, it's time for You Said It. Here's another great thing about the all-around performance of our Dueler tires. A comfortable, quiet ride. Oh. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Ricky Beggs wants to know, with the comments about a new GM racing center, just wondering what that means to the existing relationship GM has with the Pratt & Miller Group. Well, Ricky, our understanding is that the GM Racing Center is going to focus on building engines, while Pratt & Miller, of course, actually build the Corvette racing cars and run them at all the races. They've been so successful, I think it would be entirely unlikely that GM would try to bring all of that in-house. SeaTac saw our trivia quiz about the Autoline oil sign and the fact that the Autoline name was first trademarked in 1905. John, he asks, will you be hearing from a lawyer about copyright infringement soon, or have you already bought the rights to the Autoline name? Well, SeaTech, fortunately, we trademarked the Autoline name quite a few years ago with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Turns out, as long as companies are involved in completely different lines of business, they can actually trademark the same name. Of course, really helped us that the Autoline oil company went out of business a long time ago. Dwayne Lawrence wants to know, why isn't anyone going after the oil companies, demanding that they play a role in efficiency and make their fuels emit less CO2 when burned? Dwayne, you should lead the charge on that because that is a top-notch idea and one that would immediately improve the emissions of every vehicle out there. Rather than have us sitting around waiting for the next 20 years to get all the older, dirtier cars off the road. Eduardo Guerrero says, John, great to see F1 content on the show. As you mentioned, the Mercedes engine has an advantage over Renault and Ferrari so far this year. Did you know part of it is because they actually split the turbo in two? The turbine side is still located at the rear of the engine, but the compressor is located at the front of the engine, connected by a shaft. Pretty innovative stuff. Thanks, Eduardo. I was not aware of that. And you know, I got to tell you, I love learning things from you, our viewers. T. 
Steve Edgema watched last week's Autoline After Hours with car salesman Jim Dollinger, who also calls himself Buick Man. Even though I think Buick Man has some good ideas, you have to wonder if they were that good, somebody other than GM would have picked them up. It's not like they are GM specific. John Mack, any comment? Well, my comment's this. I don't know of any top car company executive today who ever sold cars for a living, not one of them. So when someone who has sold more Buicks than anyone else in history says he's got a plan to boost sales, I'd pay attention. I'd at least pick my worst sales territory in the country and do a pilot test of Dollinger's ideas to see if they work. My gut tells me Dollinger is onto something. Speaking of AutoLine After Hours, Join me and Gary Vasilash tonight starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time for some of the best insider information in the business. Tonight our guests are the Gutierrez brothers of drag racing fame, and they'll have their car in the studio with them, and i got to tell you, ought to be a fun show. So until then, this is John McElroy signing off.